0: Welcome to Fast Fiction. Virtual Reality For the entirety of his 43 years on Earth, Walter de Berg had been an ineffectual knight. And for the full twelve-month hence, since his demise, he had hung his spectral head in shame, for his phantasmal form had never been sighted by living mortals. Walter, thou hast until the mid of night to validate thyself. It will be the only chance to avenge thyself of the betrayal of your wife, Eleanor, who rendered you thus a corpse in waiting. His father, Edward de Burg, told him sternly, Elsewise, if this doth not eventuate, thy anima will transcend into hell. Edwards droned on. Walter moaned and shook his hands in anguish. It was true, for according to the Code of the Miasmic State, knights who had died outside of the field of battle must appear to the temporal world in an observable transfiguration before the similar duration of the twelve-month since their earthly lifespan was terminated. If this did not transpire, the night would be locked for eternity into the limbic mode of the undead. But no matter what he did, no sound or vision appeared, and the mortal world continued their labours unaware that Walter was so constant in the gruelling and laborious, arduous attempts to appear before them in a phantom state. So all through the labours of the day, Walter had hovered near the shrine, practising vaporous morphing and ghostly apparitions. Yet the village women, intent on beautification and the laying out of offerings, took no heed. A bit of wind coming in through the chapel there, Mistress Sibyl, was the only thoughts shared by one hefty peasant. I felt a bit of a draught up the aisles. Mistress Sibyl "'Nodded her head in agreement. (laughs) "'True enough, Mistress Gwyneth. "'I felt the same. "'Something cruel in me nether regions. "'Thought I heard a bit of screeching early on, too. "'Maybe the cats woken up and finally caught those damned mice.' "'As dusk fell, the villagers gathered at the church.' The serfs and the peasants, the lords and the ladies, all garbed in their best raiments, entered the vestibule and hurried to their pews. Then the star of the parish, the newly betrothed Lady Eleanor, walked in on the arm of the handsome young Sir Cedric of Hardcastle. The elite men of the clergy lined up two by two as they led their flock down the nave in praise, their voices uplifted in giving thanks as they rejoiced the bountiful season thus passed. Walter floated above them, exhausted and dismayed, his unseen eyes penetrating the exquisite apparel and comely features of his earthly wife. His accusing utterances were unheard. Yet, as the first chimes of the bell struck, Walter felt a miraculous energising in his non-visionary bones. He took a deep breath and was delighted to find his nothingness began to materialise into a vague apparition. He began to glide around and through the parishioners in rainbows of incandescent streaks of light. The congregation fell silent in a vacuum of fear, aware by some form of osmosis that a presence was among them. But now Walter's wraith-like form was appearing and reappearing in a denizen of vibrational forces that were echoing around the spires in ever-strengthening structures. The flock trembled, their eyes transfixed on the awesome spectre. Mistress Gwyneth gathered her skirts more firmly around her loins, while Mistress Sybil threw her apron over her head. Suddenly, amidst a paroxysm of Violent shaking, Walter's spiritual being bordered on actual reality. In a deep, resonant voice he spoke. Once I was but a fearless man, a knight of valour, spoken falsehoods by a wife who did betray me, and now I am but a victim to treachery. All eyes fell on the luckless Eleanor who went pale and clutched at the arm of her new husband, only to find it shaking in dread. Exultant in his achievement, Walter continued in ever-gaining momentum. Once I was, now I am, but henceforth I will be no more, no more, no more. Then his wraith-like form suddenly evaporated into a spiral of cataclysmic formations, which gradually disintegrated, leaving nothing but a penetrating smell of degeneration and decay. With a wail of terror, the sleeping cat awoke from its favoured position by the pulpit and scrambled down the aisle towards the church door. It was closely followed by the Lady Eleanor and Sir Cedric, who made good use of elbows and fists to edge out the white-faced, robe-flapping minister. Next were the entire members of his ecclesiastical underlings with the portly forms of Mistress Sybil and Mistress Gwyneth bringing up the rear. An eerie silence pervaded the empty church. Then, from deep within the walls and vaults, a faint cheer could be heard as Walter's forebears welcomed him into that final place of the great unknown. You have been listening to Virtual Reality, written by Brianna Cross, narrated by Trevor Bell and performed by John Cross, Rand Cross and Paul Mullins.